When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. is over but here on post show recaps we are just getting started we're here for post show recaps theater my name is grace but of course i'm not alone i'm here with i think he's just a, just a big scarab at the moment it's ariel ariel how you doing <laughs> yeah i'm just trying to get into people's backs you know just, cool. just like any any cool like futuristic but also ancient question mark looking uh blue beetle I'm very excited, honestly, to be to be talking about this. I I'm glad this movie finally came out, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, I'm so curious to to hear your takes on the movie. Pretty cool these days that any movie comes out. <laughs> it's like we're, I was looking at the schedule for the fall. And it's, a movie that it, came out. It's pretty light. It's pretty light. I don't know. Uh-huh. Um, but that's okay. I'm excited to chat about it. We'll chat about it here. Uh, and if you want to make sure you catch this podcast and every other podcast we you do where we're talking about movies, make sure to subscribe posterrecaps.com slash movies for the poster recaps theater feed. Um, yeah, I had big like this was one of those movies, or I don't want to sound like my this job is hard but i'm like oh another superhero movie like they've been so bad they've been so bad and i'm like i don't know i mean they have been bad and they also haven't been bad like guardians was good i liked the uh what came out before flash i did not like the flash uh uh the the one where he's uh kaboom shazam (laughs) (laughs) i liked shazam too i didn't mind But nevertheless, I have such superhero fatigue 
you know, I was a little bit intrigued by this, uh, only mostly because I thought that like, okay, cool. We get like a Hispanic, uh, uh, you know, Latino uh, superhero. And also the will they, won't they on whether this is part of like um, the, the, the DC universe or not, I thought was like interesting because it seems like they were going to cut it and then like, no, actually keep it. Uh, which in a way made me excited. Cause I feel like it wasn't going to be super connected to everything else that was happening. It would be like a pretty, it's just going to be an origin story probably, which I, you know, the spoilers, but, but that's right. And so it's like, okay, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic, uh, but I definitely have superhero fatigue. It's def I could definitely feel it as we were like, heading into blue yeah, beetle i, I yeah. saw i saw footage of you literally dragging your your, <laughs> like, your left foot My yeah, left foot. Cause you, cause yeah. your right foot had to do something so your right foot was walking normally and your left foot was like no yeah that's right <laughs> that's right uh yeah i do not not feel that superhero fatigue yeah certainly these days it's been a it's been a long year in a lot of ways for that for that stuff uh but this movie is you know, something that I was looking forward to. And also, I guess it's pretty normal for me, but I was worried. I was like, what if it's terrible? Some of the trailers were, uh, how you say, not good. And yeah. the this is a character that I happen to have a connection with. Um, they are telling some really good superhero stories uh, in this animated TV show, Young Justice, which I've only seen... I think they're up to season five or maybe they just finished four and I've seen three of them. So I've seen a lot of it, uh, but I am behind, but this is one of those characters that is, you know, similar to some of the MCU stuff, maybe a B list or C list character in the comics. I don't pretend to be a comics expert, but uh, yeah, in the extended like DC animated universe, which I think is pretty, pretty extensive at this point. They have been telling some really good story with this really good stories with this character for years. Obviously, uh, a Latin character important to see that some of the stuff that I saw in this movie, I have to be honest, it was like this is hitting like way too close to home. I would like them to like do you live in Palmera City? Openly mocking some of the, and what I mean is some of the uh historic soap opera mentions that they that there are a lot of like spanish soap operas yeah um hilarious stuff that we'll get to but are they uh, real or fit or is it like an um i was wondering this too palmera city is fake right i mean yeah palmera city don't come seems, for me i'm canadian listen seems to me right and don't come for me i'm american but and it, it looks like to big, me yeah like it was uh and i thought that they would get into this now that you mentioned it but it seemed to me like not only is it is it fake to be clear yes but and like we're gonna have angry people like I live in Palmera City, it's not fake. Uh, but that it was gonna be revealed at some point. Of, it just and they're and they're hinting at it obviously, but that it only exists because of this huge corporation cord, right? Because um, it seems like everything in this place has like sprung out of that. It's a little bit. It's supposed to be like a little bit like L.A., like Southern California, I think. But um, yeah, this this uh th this. Idea. Oh, is it LA? I thought it was Florida. Is it? Is it not Florida? It could be. It could definitely mm. be Florida. Uh, well, there's gives me like. Uh, I don't think Florida vibes, but you could be right. You could be. I right. don't think it, it's to to the movie's credit. I think it a little. 
a little bit. <laughs> I think we're both wrong. It's a city be... in Texas, really. <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, it definitely, okay. it definitely seemed like Southern California to me. But I think mo most importantly, it doesn't really matter to the movie. Yeah. And I think yeah, I that's, that's to the to the movie's credit, um, where exactly it takes place. But yeah. the 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 soap opera mentioned specifically. There's yeah. an ongoing joke. Uh, I know we're not doing spoilers yet, but there's like an ongoing reference, I should say, to uh, to this very well-known soap opera, Maria La del Barrio. And it's anytime it came up, like by the end, it was like, OK, now this is like too much. But again, in a way where like I'm feeling attacked, there was a lot of uh, watching. There was a lot of negotiating when I was a kid in my house of like we only had one TV for a while, because as a lot of people did. And there was like negotiating between what my mom wanted to watch and what we wanted to watch as like American kids. And there was, because it was a negotiation, there were a lot of times where I'd be watching these soap operas, which to be clear were amazing and were so good. The stories were ridiculous, but I love uh, how they played for that and how they played with that for this, uh, for this movie. And in some ways that I'll get to in some comparisons once we get into spoilers. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought it was really fun. It's it's a really fun, I think, origin story. I, I liked it a lot. I feel like I could kind of feel I was, I was watching it, like my superhero fatigue. Like, it didn't go away, but it certainly was, like, quelled a little bit. I was like, this is this is fun. It's it's fun. I don't think the story is super complicated. Um, there's a couple things that I think they do really well. There's some things that I think, like, they're fine. I've seen that in a movie before, but you know, overall, I liked it more than I didn't like it. That's for sure. And I know that doesn't feel like an overwhelming um like praise of the movie, but I did like it quite a bit. They gave it three and a half stars, I think is what I gave it out of five on Letterboxd. So is that, I think that's what you gave it at the time. Two. These are our initial Yeah, that's right. That's what I that's what I ended up giving it as well. Yeah. I I think that. I, like I said, I was really worried about just not really enjoying a lot of this movie at all. So I was very pleasantly surprised at just overall how much of a good time I had. Yeah, I think um, I think it's a little long, as I, we I, always say. Yeah, I agree. It I sounds agree. so lame to be like, no, every time we're like, we love movies. Uh, this also, movie, was, all movies this movie was 15 minutes too long. But you know that it's an emotion. OK, people, it's yeah. an emotion and you either have it or you don't. I really thought Orson Welles could have tightened up Citizen Kane. <laughs> you know, you know probably... that war and peace, maybe less war. OK, maybe less in the war also, and, peace too, maybe. and maybe less peace. Actually, but if you have less war, then the peace can also be shorter. <laughs> uh -huh. Oh yeah, yeah. But I, you know that that notwithstanding, that's unfortunately, I think, with these movies, a little bit to your point, with these superhero movies, that's a little bit of the. These have to be, I think, a little bit formulaic, or they have to check a lot of boxes. So I would actually put that maybe more so on the climate that the movie has come out in as opposed to like the movie itself because i think i think there's a really good movie in there i think some of the stuff didn't quite work for me but there's so much heart it's so sweet the story really works you care about a lot of these characters which as you know grace is a is a big deal. And so that's, that's, yeah. that's doing a lot. If we can establish some emotional stakes, I think you're doing something really right. Performances are good. Um, there were a couple of things that we'll get into that just didn't quite work for me. And when, 
and in those moments where you're like, okay, now this is going on for a while and this thing is also not working for me. It's like, okay, can we, can we wrap this up? But I got emotional. I cried. Surprise. No one is shocked. Uh, I got emotional once or twice. And it's like I said, it's, a, it was really kind of a, a mind F to see some of these things depicted on screen that I had been familiar with in my life. So I think in that sense, for sure, it's, it's important just selfishly to me, as I'm sure it's, going to be uh was and is going to be important for for a lot of people so you know certainly a, a good movie that i had a good time watching yeah. certainly in this genre though you could do so much worse <laughs> I, also, I yeah i think the fact that i think the point about like when it came out i think it's fair because I, I actually do wonder if this movie comes out i don't know like 10 years ago um i actually wonder if it's like perceived differently yeah. in terms of its um place obviously the dc us had a pretty tough time like getting you know it's it getting itself going mm -hmm. um but i do feel like some of the the movies that were um sort of um, origin stories at the time um like um miss marvel no miss marvel which uh, captain marvel captain well, marvel, marvel the show and wonder woman right uh, both I thought were like, I liked a lot that I feel like did have some of the energy that people got excited about the superhero movie stuff when they came out. No, those aren't like quite 10 years ago. I don't think anyway, if they are, I feel old. Um, <laughs> uh, but I think that this movie coming where it is, where it's like, there's just the weird, like DC energy plus Marvel people are like, have Marvel fatigue. Uh, I think it's a tough spot for it. Cause I think, I think otherwise, uh, it could be kind of like up there with some of the better superhero movies. Anyway, let's spill the PSRT. Let me recap the movie. At the beginning of, beginning of the movie, we see Victoria Cord, who is the head of Cord Industries. She finds the scarab. Uh, she has these two sort of goons. Dr. Sanchez, now we do learn his, his name. I believe she calls him Santos all the time. I think he's Dr. Sanchez, <laughs> uh, played by the great Harvey Guillen. And then um, Carapax, Ignacio Carapax, uh, sort of like her, like, heavy um they have found the scarab uh they believe she's sure of it um jaime reyes returns to palmera city after he graduates college only to learn that his parents have lost their business and are on the verge of losing their home while working at victoria cord's house a job that his sister gets them he gets fired when he stands up to victoria for threatening her niece jenny jenny promises to get jaime a job Jenny learns that Victoria is using the Scarab to power her one-man army corpse, or OMAC, um, which Jenny fundamentally disagrees with. She steals the Scarab and gives it to Jaime to protect because he's there to get the job that she had promised. And she's like, take this in this burger container and go home and don't look inside of it. Back home, Jaime opens the box. His family, his family tell him to open the box. And the Scarab chooses him. This is crazy. The, from it, the family. It's great. It embeds itself into him and creates an armored suit. Jaime goes to see Jenny, who tells him it's an ancient sentient weapon that will protect the person in it that it's bonded to. Uh, so Rudy, Jaime's uncle, um, played by the great George Lopez, Jenny and Jaime break into Court Tower to get a smart watch owned by Jenny's deceased father, Ted. This should, like, fix everything. They just have to get the watch, I guess. I don't know. Um, they're attacked by Carapex, who has an OMAC pro prototype infused into him. The scarab, known as Kaji Da, takes over Hami's body to help him fight off Carapex. Everyone escapes to Jenny's childhood home. They open her father's secret laboratory, and Jaime learns the only way to remove the scarab is for him to die. Ted was the original Blue Beetle who spent years studying the scarab, but disappeared mysteriously. They notice a cord helicopter heading towards the Reyes house, so Jaime activates the suit to go save his family. After a confrontation, Jaime gets trapped while his father has a heart attack and passes away. In a fortress, Victoria has Dr. Sanchez download the information from the scarab into the OMAC suit. 
Jaime has a vision of his father who encourages him to embrace his identity and he awakes and evolves into a more powerful form, but the OMAC download has finished too. Jenny and the Reyes family use Ted's bug ship, all of its weapons to infiltrate the island. Jaime reunites with his family and then fights Carapax. Jaime nearly kills him, but uh, Kajida reveals that Carapax was basically brought over from uh, somewhere as a, as like a slave um, and, and was his like her... Um, her, her soldier. And so uh, Kaji, Jaime doesn't want to kill anybody around the movie. And finally they've like bonded to the point where like Kaji Dab refuses to kill him. Um, Carapax rebels against Victoria, grabs her and sets off his Omex suit in an explosion while the Reyes family escapes the Island. Jenny runs court industries and promises to repay the Reyes family and rebuild their home. Jaime and Jenny kiss. And then he flies her with the suit to the court estate in a mid credit scene, a recording stating that Ted is trying to tell Jenny that he is still alive appears on a radio and that's blue beetle wow 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 what's the headline uh the headline is that there's another sorry this is actually a headline but i have to say this because there's not really going to be an opportunity the the cartoon that the uncle is is invested yes, in okay. and then there's like a post post credits uh, el chapulín colorado i just it's a thing that I simultaneously love and hate because when it, when I was a kid, it would come on and I hated it. I was like, yes. and it usually meant that something that I really liked was over. Right. And my mom didn't like it. And I mean, so there were like multiple layers to like why I was. And now it's just something that I look back at fondly and like hearing again, hearing that even that phrase, which is this character's name is. I, it was like almost like a out of body experience because if you say that to me, I don't really, I almost don't remember myself. But taken in context, I was right. like, oh my god, this is this is so bizarre. So I I guess I appreciate the movie in that sense for taking something real and establishing it as part of you know his uncle's culture and his far, family's yeah. culture. And I think it's it's sweet because all that stuff clearly. And I think this is going to be true of a lot of things uh that i say about the movie a lot of which worked and some of which didn't work is that it all a lot of it seemed like it came from a place of of love and of like you know just genuine uh wanting to share parts of culture with with the world totally agree uh can i tell you a story about that that final post credit scene which is um i looked on my phone to the run p app and it told me yep there's two post credit scenes mm -hmm. and i really i think run p really needs to tell me now um is it important or is it unimportant? Because to just tell me there's two, I didn't love you can this. Click, right, right. Okay. You can click on the details, but obviously the details are going to yeah. spoil it for you. So. Okay. So then also, though, like four rows ahead of me, there is a, a husband and wife who have their like teenage daughters. And I'm sitting and I see one of the teenage daughters. I hear her say like, no, there's two. And she looks back. To me, it's like somebody else is sitting. So there must be another. Mm -hmm. And now mm -hmm. I feel a lot of pressure to be like, this better, this better be good. Right. The dad <laughs> is like annoyed. That is like, you sure there's an, and he's, she's it's like, yes, there is. Craze. And then, and then the scene <laughs> plays and all of us are like, oh, wow. Okay. I definitely didn't need to stay an extra eight minutes. <laughs> and the dad's like, that's it. And the, she's like, I told you, I just told you there was two. I didn't tell you what it actually was. <laughs> and then I felt bad because like, clearly she had looked to me for confirmation that definitely, mm. and I was like, that was pretty rough, huh? Like, <laughs> help this uh this poor girl out from her her dad, her dad was very nice i don't want to like imply that he was being mean right he sounds like a monster but yeah, also right. that girl will never forget like that one time but i just could feel it we're, we're like a stranger oh, man. we're a yeah. stranger like 
you know, uh, uh, stood up with her and was like, no, yeah. there's there's yeah. multiple of us. There's two of us. Here's please. the thing. Just swap <laughs> these credits. Swap. Yeah. Put the, put well, that's the... the thing. Okay, so what I, what I was going to say was it's interesting because I feel like there's no established pattern because what I was going to say was sometimes you get the inverse a little bit to your point. Sometimes you get like the, yeah. the dumb, like throwaway, humorous, or in some cases annoying, uh nonsense one post credits and then you get like the really important one which is what in yeah. this case the mid credits one and you can't be sure because sometimes there's multiple sometimes they're not the one at the end is the important one but this was this is not one of those and i tell you though i feel like normally now the silly one is the last one and it's just like a thing at the end that's like a treat if you stayed because i think that they know that a lot of people don't stay i think i think people who don't have fomo like i do right, right, are right. like i'm just going to go it seems like and, maybe yeah it's maybe it's swinging back the, but maybe you're right it's swinging no, back the other way but here's the fear if if I ever get confident enough that the silly one is the last one, mm -hmm. I'm going to start You'll leaving. And then what if the pendulum switches back and the big moment is at the very end? Uh, this is a problem. Know. But if it if the trend is that it's mid, I mean, you know, maybe it's this. Maybe you watch the mid credits and you're like, wow, that seemed really important. If it's really important, then the <laughs> other one's leave. probably trash. That's if true. it was trash, then you can probably I just thought stay. of it. Oh my god. It's, yeah. it's to we your point, call this it's a, probably this not a foolproof thing, but it's gotta help. The was it trash theory. <laughs> was of it trash post, post and mid-credits scenes? Yeah. Um, can I tell you one thing that I'm not sure if this worked for me in terms of the movie being perfect, mm -hmm. which was so in at the end of the movie, this makes complete sense, but I feel like in the middle of the movie. Was I right in reading that the so so um Carapax is in the machine? He's about to get buffed up by the, the scarab. He already has an OMAX suit, but they're gonna like buff it up with all the intelligence of the scarab. And right. he's looking at his hand, and there's a pocket watch, uh like a heart uh locket, right. uh, not a pocket watch, a heart locket with a picture. You can't really tell, but you can tell that there's like at least a kid in it, and you're like, oh my god, Carapax is Jenny's dad because they've set up <laughs> that her father went missing and then i'm like but he works with victoria so how are they going to explain that and it's not and then the big reveal is like no he was like taken uh as a kid and that is his like mom's like it's he's the kid in the locket with like his mom and like that was so dark it's such a dark story but i was like oh man i really I really biffed it on this like prediction that he was that's Ted. I thought his maybe his face got all mangled and like all the experiments kind of like in a, our favorite show dark. Like maybe he just looks so incomprehensible now. Right. Right. He's that so he's Ted. And then they're like, no, he's a random, he's a, just a slave that Victoria took. Yeah. He's, uh, he was captured and, uh, basically enslaved by this the child soldier and then the yeah that soldier. yeah and then like they do and i couldn't it's funny because they're not funny well funny to me that <laughs> i for a while i couldn't really place his accent so i'm like is he vaguely <laughs> right. like european right is he supposed to be like also latino i can't tell and then once you figure out oh he's from I forgot where they established it. You're like, oh, okay, now I know where they I was thinking like Vietnam, but I, I mean, know where Vietnam, but like, yeah, I know. I don't want to, yeah. Um, but, and that shouldn't matter. But yeah, I, to, all I can say to that is I understand or I am familiar with the character of Ted Cord being very important. So, okay. And Car even though Carapax, like, I'm, I've heard, I, it sounded familiar, but in retrospect, I'm not actually sure that I'm familiar with with them but that is also like another 
separate character in the DC universe that people know really well, um, or some people know really well. So, I, but I don't think they it's got, me they got me good. <laughs> they got me good. You fool! You somebody fool. somewhere, yeah, somebody somewhere was like, yeah, yeah. Red hair. You'll either know, or if you don't know, you'll think it's this. Because, yeah. uh, but also, even besides your theory, because your it just makes sense. Your brain, one's brain, has to fill in the blank somehow. So you're like. Is that Ted's mom? When it doesn't work. Her? He's right behind Victoria when she's like cussing her out at the like at the uh, at the house. Right. But in my head, I'm like, okay, so now how do I make it make sense that that's Ted? You know, but it yeah, yeah, made yeah. no sense. Yeah. yeah. And what I was like, what is this? What is this movie? Blue Beetle or the Red Herring? Come on. Right. <laughs> well, and and to that, I think that's a that's a wonderful segue mm -hmm. into what is this movie? Is it about the Blue Beetle or is it about his family? <laughs> Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus hey guys it is ryan i'm not sure if you know this about me but i'm a bit of a fun fanatic when i can i like to work but i like fun too it's a thing and now the truth is out there i can tell you about my favorite place to have fun chumba casino they have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free and Anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free any Anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay. I will say, I thought one of the things that is so tropey from superhero movies is they get your powers. You get your powers. And then your family, you have to hide it. You have to hide your identity. And I. I family disappears. Yeah. Yes. But I love that this movie, the moment he becomes a superhero, he's with his entire family. And it's like this chaotic scene. I mean, I think everybody probably saw it in the trailer. If you watch the trailer that you knew this was going to happen, but I thought like, what a fun 
subversion that now they're also sort of in on his, I thought in terms of the theme of like, yeah, family, I thought, I thought it worked really well. And this idea like, like, yeah, he becomes a super in front of their very eyes. I thought was very fun. Yeah. I think, uh, I am of, I am of many minds about it, but I think they did a, I agree with you for the most part. I think it's really, it's really interesting. And it was really unexpected to just get used to at a certain point you have just gotten used to and need to just accept that the family is going to be around basically the entire time. And I, I think it's really cool to your point about some of the stuff being dark. There were a lot of moments that of stuff that happened in the movie, obviously like dad dies and you're like damn that's super dark they a brutal way is it like yeah yeah with, it's so stressed they show up in the and that was the thing right that that word stress is the perfect word because there were so many stressful situations that the family were in that was like oh god this is like there's already so much trauma and like history but now there's like all this we're currently living this trauma but at least we're together but it's really messed up when the when the the evil corporation shows up at the house and they're all being it's very like their worst fear of, you know, because there's a brief mention of how uh, there one or two of them, I think the dad is is undocu- is undocumented. So like there's a fear of like them at any point being like found out. So like the raid is like directly feeding into that. And I think obviously the movie is making a comment on 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 how those uh, people who are in that situation live their life that I think is 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 worth telling that's a story worth telling and and it's again it's really dark and it's super messed up but it's you know that's a human moment that exists even within a human realistic moment that exists inside of this like greater superhero narrative um the sister is really good uh, yeah i agree we haven't hi- uh, i didn't highlight her Melissa Melissa escobedo yeah and just like so funny there's stuff and and I'll continue I'll continue to just like call out great moments that occur during the movie with the family but I think just in general I so appreciate and genuinely enjoyed a lot of them to your point going through this together a lot of the moments that you just normally see people by themselves in these superhero movies and they have to figure it out or it's just them and they're like number 2 their buddy whatever person in the car uh and this, it's like, okay, they're all in it together. And I think it just got, by the end of the movie, it got a little bit too cartoonish for my taste. And I think that the movie, to its credit, is leaning into it a little bit, right? Like, the movie isn't super serious, even though it does have these very serious moments. But some of the stuff with the family, I'm like, okay, the grandma, okay, now they're going to give her a Man, it's got a big gun, yeah. You like, know. it's cool. I love that they gave her a revolutionary pass. Like, that's, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah. But like, I didn't need to see every single note of it. Like, it's yeah. almost like they they did they went a little too far in the other direction. Uh, like, not seeing the family at all. And now, like, the family's going to be involved. So my friend, my friend called it Spy Kids for Adults. I mean, this is George Lopez. He did break. Uh, no, is he in Spy Kids? He's in Shark Girl versus Lava Girl. I think. <laughs> which is sure. not, which is to my understanding basically just Spy Kids, right? But like, I think so. Your name. Yeah. Um, sorry, I've never seen another one. Yeah. But. Uh, I think the the movie is purposely being ridiculous up to a point, and then some of that ridiculousness goes a little bit too far. So, I think at least you can say that it has so much heart, and there's so much genuine love 
between these members of the family. I think that all worked, but some of the, now we're going to fold the family into this very serious superhero fight didn't quite work. I mean, you could argue that's no more ridiculous than this kid getting in like a suit with all this magic. But I just think you're, we, we talk about this all the time. Like you're grading the movie against itself and against the rules and the world that it has created. And I think that felt a little bit more ridiculous than they intended it to. Yeah, I, I can definitely see that. I mean, like, um, his sister, um, Milagro is that how you, I don't know if yeah, Milagro. Milagro. Um, she gets the like big, like shield slash big fist. Like, yeah, it's a little like over the top silly. I will say that I, I think between care packs, um, his ending and like not just that his backstory but then also dragging susan sarandon's body into the flames to blow up and and self-ignite his suit to kill her but mm -hmm. also uh carapax killing um harvey gann's character like doctors like between the door like just like blood on the door mm -hmm. like i thought that it had enough like you know seriousness and threat to it and like really the only time i mean nana does take out a whole a whole slew of guards. It's true. Yeah. Um, That's, yeah. Cause I actually thought there's a world in which it's like a little bit more just his sister at the end, right? Like helping right. him. And I'm totally down with that again, because the sister is so funny. So cool. Yeah. Like I love the relationship, but the Nana stuff, I was like, Ugh. yeah. Yeah. I, I think that that's totally fair. Um, I, I don't think I'm, I don't think I mind just cause like the rest is so And it's obviously like, he the only person to take out carapax is like cam like nobody else would have been able to do anything yeah. uh, it's him doing it and i really like the story of um kaji da being like you know let me bond with you or whatever and he's like no it's happening and once he finally does it but these moments of him before like when he doesn't kill carapax at first um and they're like we should not have let him go like we should have killed him and ultimately that coming around at the end we're like kaji da actually like they are so one now at the end that like Jaime's like even though he's mad that this man killed his father um him or the suit neither of them can like kill him because that's so the essence of him um i thought was really good and there's so much here that i think the setup for the future i i you know i don't know uh ted cord in terms of him being the blue beetle and i actually am you know the idea that it's it's it was not ignacio it's fine carapax uh because i like the idea that he constantly worked on it but it would never bond with him i think mm -hmm. that's super interesting because i i will say i don't think i really like susan sarandon and i liked carapax i these are not to me like the most memorable villains i've ever seen um uh in comic book movies um yeah. but it makes me excited to think of like what potentially you know who is going to be the villain for future future blue beetle movies if they make them um i thought it was good a good enough villain combo um to set us to set up uh jaime's story here i guess yeah i think uh a couple of things i want to hit so first this the susan sarandon piece i think mm -hmm. mm, no it's no <laughs> it's no i'm sorry susan i respect uh -huh. you you're clearly uh -huh. a great actress you've shown yourself to many many times be an amazing actress i think Somewhere between the writing and maybe her character motivations that she imagined, it just, it wasn't working. I mean, uh, there were just a couple of, there were a plenty of lines that I can, in my head, that are just like very over the top, very... We've seen this before. Very, yeah, you've seen this. That felt like, to that exact point, this felt like 
not as nowhere near as fresh as a lot of stuff in the rest of the movie was feeling. So that's yeah. just going to make it that much more glaring. I, yeah. So I was some, I wish I was pleasantly surprised. I'll put it this way. I was pleasantly surprised that the Susan Sarandon piece was like, for me, the biggest failure of the movie. Um, because I was worried that it was going to be more, you know, it's obviously more important for you to feel emotion and empathy to the main character and everybody in his circle. So, yeah. and there's a way in which it doesn't matter that she was crappy, but it, I think that certainly would have elevated the movie even more. I agree. I the Carapax thing at the end was so cool, certainly in keeping with how dark the movie is and exactly what she kind of deserved. Oh, agreed. Everything she did. Um, she does the, end up in the worst CGI in the movie, which I think is um, the bubble gum bomb. It's really bad. Oh, uh, yeah. The helicopter bubble gum bomb is really bad. Really it is bad. it is bad. I loved it as like a blue beetle technology thing. First, quickly about the blue beetle suit and yes. the 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 kajida yeah. entity. Uh-huh. I loved because a big thing in 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 the stories at least that I'm familiar with of of blue beetle just like anything else, any other power, it's like what you choose to do with it and like yeah. how the bond manifests itself. Like whether you you meet this entity who is obviously sentient in a place of like, I want to do good or I want to use this power to do bad. And, you know, they even say it's symbiotic relationship. They use that word. And I thought of, you know, the symbiotes from, from Marvel. And I think it's all a little bit of, uh, it's interesting to me of like, it's not just what's in the heart of the individual who's being taken over by whatever the entity is or the symbiote, but also where the symbiote itself, or in this case, the, the scarab comes into the equation and what they bring into it. So I think that the movie does a really good job of, of mining a little bit of that from like a really rich text that this character has. And I think it's, it's super interesting that they, that it isn't until they both come together. We've seen this before, but they do a great job of telling this particular story of once they both him and the entity, this isn't mission impossible. It's not called the entity, but him and the scarab uh, meet in the middle and become like a true 50 50 where I think the, the true power comes from and can be, and can be super interesting. The Ted cord piece of it. I think I, I loved because I was like, it's so clear to me that he's, still out there whether the movie i didn't expect the movie to even go there i thought it would be like maybe something they had cut out something to be explored later you know mm -hmm. with the dc rejuvenation uh of it all right now you 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 never really know what's what's going to be important or not but yeah i think um he did the disappear mysteriously <laughs> Yeah, when the dead, like, you know, <laughs> disappeared. Like, oh, I've seen this. You've seen this, whether you're whether you're uh -huh. familiar with this story or not. You have seen uh. this a million times. Anytime there's like a uh. rich person mysteriously disappeared or a powerful person mysteriously disappeared, you know it's something weird. Uh, but I loved that because again, in the stories that I'm familiar with, the Blue Beetle, there's all this history of the character within the universe that just enriches the the history and context of the character you're meeting now and like you know kind of playing off that history and feeling the responsibility of like what was there before and just for me it felt like there's that part where uh where his 
uncle Rudy played by George Lopez is just talking about, again, the in universe history of that. Ted. He's like, he was awesome, man. Wow. That guy was great. And I just thought that was so cool. Um, So to see uh, selfishly to hear his voice coming at the end, I was like, Oh my God, it's blue beetle. It's so cool. Uh, Or the original blue beetle. Um, So yeah, I think, and you know, and staying on that, the George Lopez, I think has played the boring, annoying version of his character in this movie so many times. Mm -hmm. So to give him something cool to do, give Rudy some depth in this case, I think was super, super smart. And uh, because I was just worried we're going to get like the George Lopez performance we always get, but they really, they really gave him a lot to do in this movie. And I thought he was great. He's pretty endearing, I think. I think like the most annoying ish he gets is like about his truck, which is a, something that I just don't, I can't relate to people who just love cars or trucks uh, as uh-huh. much as he does. So, yeah. uh, but I do like, I love him being like anti fascist of like Batman's a fascist man. <laughs> I know that was in the trailer, but it was very fun. <laughs> and there's a moment at the end that I found very endearing and it's so small. But Jenny comes and she's like, we're going to repay the house, whatever. I absolutely thought she was going to be like, uh, Jaime, you want to come move into uh, the big. Yeah, I was like, give mansion. them the mansion in the I, meantime while the house I is know. constructed. I was so pissed. It could be the beginning of the next movie or whatever. You know, if there's like no time job. But he, he she buys him a new truck, which I was kind of like, don't you don't you want to fix it? Like he loves that truck. You want to fix up that truck? But whatever. Get him a new truck. And he's like, he's like, I don't know if I like it. And he's like, everyone come with me to, to make me love it. I think is what he says. Like, I don't know. It just like the way, again, it's like, well, I think the strongest part of the movie. And I do, I can agree with you that like, they wanted that to be such a part of the movie is like the family together at a point where it like is too much in terms of like how hokey it is at the, um, near the end of, of the movie. Um, but I, I did just like it's one little line. He's like, come help me love this truck. And I was like, oh, that's so cute. Like, he knows he loves it. He's, he's trying to, like, play up this act. Yeah. He's what, including what, yeah. Them. yeah. What'd you make of the the scene with um, Jaime and his dad in the, like, uh, you know, nether region? Not the nether region. I've been watching oh, too that's much right. Big yeah, Brother. Very, like, Black Panther-esque. Of- All these movies love to. They love an, a limitless astral space where two people can have a conversation. <laughs> Barbie. <laughs> I love uh-huh. yes, I love you. I love you loving to mention the like liminal spaces that these well, these every every script is like okay, right. where am I gonna put it in I'm the so astral? I'm aware of it because space. of you, and I feel like hmm. my life is enriched and I have so much more liminal space. Us in podcasting my brain. is kind of like <laughs> our own right now. We see each other, nobody else sees us. This is a liminal space. <laughs> Incredible. Um, I you know, again, I immediately thought of a Black Panther. I was yeah. so touched because the movie or the I, I should say the, the narrative structure of the movie makes it so that like, OK, he dies and it kind of feels like, yes, it's impactful. Yes, it's dramatic and slow mo. But it's like, oh, yeah, they kind of like needed a thing to like, you know, give him some emotional have it so that Jamie felt like there were consequences. Right. It's like a very sobering, very important moment arguably for his character yeah for his character to go through but even having said that i'm kind of like yeah okay whatever they killed the dad but then here to to use it in this way where like you can actually have the character speak up for themselves and be like my i now understand that my purpose was actually to die back then so that i could be here now with you 
and turn it around like that actually felt super cool and super sweet and all the more tragic and lovely for his dad to be like, this is enough for me to have lived my entire life and just be here in this one moment with you to make sure that you didn't die. Like that is so beautiful and didn't at all feel like a cheat because you know, at first I'm like, oh God, the dad now? This this is gonna suck. <laughs> or like, or rather, is this gonna work? My less skeptical read, is this even at all gonna work? And I was again so shocked, like, wow, this that, that works. That's cool, at least for me. I don't know how you felt. No, I thought it worked for me. I thought it was good. I, I like the first scene they have where he's having a drink and he comes back. And yeah. I just like Albert's like philosophy of like, you know, this stuff's happening, but you know, I don't know. Like uh you know, where do I want to be in life is like, I don't know, right here while we're having, you know, spending time with you. It's like, yeah, oh, that's that's I know it's moments, so, I know moments. it's so like simple and you know, this hokey, but I just love it. I love that. He's yeah. just like, I just want to be right here with you. You know, well, I'll, you know, I think it's like a lot of times like parents, like I'm not a parent, but like parents want to take on all that of like, you know, don't see the stress. Don't see, you know, and that's a, that is a theme here where he's like not telling they didn't, he didn't, they didn't tell Jaime while he's at school that the business closed and they're losing the house that he had a, a stroke, I think before, right. He had or a heart attack. I think Yeah, he had, he had had a previous heart attack yeah. and he doesn't tell him. And like, that feels to me like the kind of like love that is so common. Um, and so like unfair, but makes so much sense. I think if you're a yeah, parent to just human. try and yeah, to just try and shield your kids from all the bad stuff and try to make it seem like even when it's bad it's not that bad and it's fine and also that moment he gets to have where he like they sit and have a drink like that can be true that that's like all he wants to do in that moment it's just to sit with his son like it's very i, I love it i thought it was really that was really good and yeah. uh um, yeah it's just it's a you know it's fantasy you know he he gets to have the last moment where his dad tells him to go and be the blue beetle you know it's good I don't know. for sure agreed and you said simple and i thought that that applies so much so, to all the stuff and there is a lot of it to be clear all the stuff that does work with the family i thought it works because of all these things that you were just talking about in uh specifically about the dad was like how simple it is how yeah. real it feels it's just human moments between people and like Shout out to to Adriana Barraza, who plays uh, Nana Reyes. You know, I think anything that didn't work with her character was not her fault. It was very much like, oh, God, yeah. why is the movie doing this to me yes. and to her? Yes. But her as the matriarch worked so well. The love. The, there's the part or, uh, right after the dad dies where she's like giving everybody the, t the pep talk. And then she's like, now is not the time to cry. And I loved the only the only reason why I was OK with that moment. Now is not the time to cry was because later on she returns to okay now we can cry and that's like, good just, it was so good because i was like oh god why is she being so like toxically masculine like telling them to like not cry but like it was wonderful to get the payoff what you're not expecting is for her to come back and for her to be like okay now we grieve um and again yeah. just like such wonderful sweet simple moments with the mother with her his, you know, for me, the standout, I've already said it a bunch of times, but the standout is definitely the sister. I think she's so charming. Um, you know, all the stuff at work early on in the movie that was hilarious with the Jesus, show that jokes is she's like, I'm gonna go take a big shit. You know? <laughs> okay, all right, cool. And then when she comes out and she's like, Oh, and then yeah. Susan Sarandon. Is yeah, she's yeah. much better than Susan Sarandon is in this movie. Sorry, Agreed. Susan. Agreed. Um, well, this movie, I mean, it won the box office 25.4 beat Barbie, beat Oppenheimer, beat Teenage Mutant Ninja, beat Strays. Is this the first one that beat Barbie? It must be. It has oh, to be yeah. the first thing. I think, 
and, and how much did it make? Sorry, please. Twenty five million dollars. I mean, that's not close to what it needs to make, but for opening weekend, that's not no. you know that's that's okay. not nothing. Is yeah. the good news for this movie? Yeah. So we'll we'll see. Um, who knows? We will I mean, see. hopefully we will not see Susan Sarandon as this character <laughs> ever again. She blew up, but I mean, they could bring her back. Listen, in these movies, you, Grace, come on. You know, they get like she's like, okay, well, oh my god, you have her essence fused with uh yeah. carapax so now she's carapax Susan no. <laughs> justice for harvey again needs to come back he he does he lets out uh the uh, i man and immediately gets shanked yeah brutal. no that was such a cool moment where he's like go i'm gonna set you free and then I, when he says his name death yeah. and he has a long like My uh yeah it's so sad. good <laughs> Was, he has like one of the like a long you know i just love that that was so good um all right i think that's blue do we miss anything ariel it's good it's good it's great i, I liked it a lot uh, no it's great i'm trying to sh yeah. shout out i should okay my one friend told me yeah. that uh bruno marquezine who plays jenny uh -huh. is a huge deal in brazil so okay i want to shout her out because she was she was good. She wasn't like, oh my gosh, she was amazing. I did like the scene where he tries on. He's wearing the like uh, velvet suit, and I mm -hmm. I did. I was like, oh man, like can't can't we have like a queer? And it's like, no, it's fine. I like them together. I like them. I, I thought they had good chemistry. Generally. Yeah, I agree. That that was yeah. that's the thing that matters most. Like on the one hand, I'm like, ugh, do they really have to be romantically involved? Can't they just be platonic friends? I know, but. I know. She's so fun. He's great. I mean, shout out. We went the whole pot without shouting out uh, Zolo Maridueña, uh, yeah. who plays Jamie himself. Jaime. It's so important for this main character to get it right as far as, or for them to have gotten it right as far as the casting. And I think he is so charming. I don't I watch people love him from uh, the, excuse me, the Karate Kid series. Now, yeah, Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai, yeah. thank you. Mm -hmm. Um so I can only imagine how good that is, uh, how good he is in that. So, you know, I I hope they they can stick around. This 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 character can be at certain in certain storylines historically be very important to DC. So I really hope that if they're going to continue to have some version of Blue Beetle, that it can be played by uh, by him because he was he was super fun to watch. Yeah, I I, I liked him a lot. Even with we that do... gross thing in his back, it was pretty gross. It was pretty gnarly. It was do we know what's coming? Next? Aquaman is next, I think, in December for the DCEU. That's right, that's with next. Jason Mose and uh, yeah. Patrick Wilson. Yeah, Lost Kingdom. Yeah. Um, should be fun. Um, all right, I think that's our Blue Beetle coverage. Errol, I wanted to quickly talk about something in terms of our upcoming coverage. Have you heard of um, this potential new The Next Barbenheimer? Have you heard about this, Ariel? Oh, God. I mean, there have been so many memes of like, is this the next one? Or like excavating history for like, was this the original yes. one? So there's a certain horror movie that comes out a week after another movie. Mm. Um, it's the 10th installment of this oh. uh, movie. Socks. Um, Saw X. <laughs> so it's actually the combination is the people, what people are calling it is we're going to do Saw Patrol. This is Saw meets Paw Patrol. <laughs> That's right. I did see this. I'm glad you forgot. This is incredible. No, because I saw so many, but you said so I knew it was Saw. I've been calling it Socks because it's Saw. Yes. Saw X. Saw that's 10. right. Mm -hmm. uh, but yes, Pa. It's, Saw, it's, 
Paws. Uh, Saw Patrol. Yeah, Saw, Saw Patrol. Patrol. It's not perfect. Uh, Paw Patrol comes out on the 21st or something, and then and then um, or the 23rd, and, and Saw 10 is is the 29th. So it's not it's not great. People are we obviously going to be rushing. We can bend oh. these things. <laughs> if, you are, well. if you were thinking about going to see Paw Patrol early, may I re- may I recommend you wait a whole week? No, I don't. <laughs> may I recommend you watch. It only answers. Right. What would be the order for that one? Would it be? You got to do dessert last. You got to have, you got to go to Saw first and then Paw Patrol. I was going to say, you got to see the Paw, you got to see Paw Patrol first so that you can then... theoretically be waiting around <laughs> for one of them to be killed. Oh. <laughs> right. Right. You don't want to be spoiled. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. There's uh there's some I don't know. Yeah, it, it's not a lot coming uh at the movie theaters. Uh, uh did you watch Red White and Royal Blue? People seem to be very No, excited. I was supposed to watch it and then oh, I know I was trying to log on to my new device and I couldn't remember my Netflix password. Oh, so man. I Isn't it an Amazon Prime movie? I think it's a Prime movie. Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, uh, by the time you're listening to this, I believe if you're listening to this the day it comes out, past lives dropping on video on demand uh, 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 today. So uh, on your radar because it was not at all on my radar. Yeah. Uh, so happy to now be uh-huh. using your message and amplifying it yeah. to the heavens and telling everyone I know that it's available. Can I tell you, I got really embarrassed the other day because one of my favorite uh, Twitter accounts is Film Updates. I find it to be very reliable. It'll tell me when things are premiering, who got cast and stuff, when things are on um, a video on demand. That's where I learned that Past Lives was coming in a few days. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the other day, they were like, new photo of Timothy Chalamet just dropped. And I was like, what the hell? This is not, this is not important. This is a news. One picture of Timothy Chalamet posted on his Instagram. They're like, you got to see this. Okay, fine. Oh, it has yeah. nothing to do with Wonka. It's literally just no. It's just character. a photo of Timothy Chalamet. It's not him in a movie. It's now just it's him. Like film. It says film updates, but film is crossed out. It's just okay. Tim- <laughs> T. Shell. Random anyway. updates. Speaking of Bummer Knife, uh, they they should push uh, Wonka and Dune to because I got back to back Timothy Chalamet um, uh, uh, trailers when I went to go see this. Um, I had this not movie seen the Wonka trailer. <laughs> because I re- didn't want to watch it. Is this the true? Answer? Yeah, but Olivia Coleman's in it, so we're not allowed to say it's bad. It. Oh, damn it! I got it during at the beginning of Blue Beetle, and I was like, "Oh God, oh God, here it is! Am I gonna like this?" And it's shockingly, he was my least favorite part about it, and the rest of it, I was kind of interested in. I know it kind of sucks because I really like him. I re- I loved his Timothy Jalmy so much. I feel like he's so miscast as Willy Wonka, but. Uh, the movie looks like what funny. is he doing with his voice? I feel like he's like doing a thing. Are we still recording? He's doing it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know. I know. I don't know. Um I right. want to. I want to, but this is not it. All right. You ready to get in your car next week, Ariel? Gran Turismo time, baby. I am so excited about this <laughs> No, really. I'm so no, excited. I, I know. want to like see it again in I did see it. I don't know if I said this before already, but I saw it in I had never done this before 4DX, which wow. is when like the chairs move and there's they also like like there are these air guns for lack of a better word that like if there's like a part where the car's going really fast, it'll like shoot this air at you. So it's like re- it's like the closest thing to a wow. roller coaster you'll ever get in a movie theater. And on paper, I hate it, but I went to it. This was the perfect. For Gran Turismo? Yeah. Gran Turismo. Yeah. So yeah. Have you ever 
Have you ever been to a, a screen X screening where the screen like is like no, more than the I, side? I had a chance to do Top Gun there like late, yeah. late in its run, but it was only for like two days. I kind of regret not going. You somebody know, a million times. Somebody tell me right in if you've been to one. Let me know if it's worth it. Or it or feels screens. Screens. <laughs> so good at this. Yeah. So we're covering Gran Turismo next week. Uh, it's getting good reviews. People seem to like it and think it's fun. So we shall see. Uh, also, I think Bottoms comes out limited release next week, uh, which is a movie Ooh. should be on people's radar. You should go watch that. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, yeah, but we'll be back next week to talk about Gran Turismo. In the meantime, Ariel, what else you got going on? I am trying to figure out how to make that like 4DX experience at home on like, all my <laughs> many couch, TVs, but like it's, it's not. It's we'll see. Um, I oh god, I'm covering After Party with you and Jess. I'm covering. We're we're transitioning out of dark. It makes me so sad. I know. We're covering like some some in between uh, time travel movies to make up for it while we announce our next thing. Um, covering what else? There's other stuff coming, but like I don't know where it falls in the schedule because everything is upside down i am on but if you want to know i'm always on the artist formerly known as twitter at that other ariel yeah um yeah for me foundation covering with uh, rich and austin heartstopper uh ariel will be joining us for uh, a conversation about that season two covering heels uh winning time and what we do in the shadows um so that's what i got going on i'm on socials at high from grace or go from grace we'll be back next week as we head to the racetrack for gran turismo until then i'm grace that's ariel and we are pressure recap speed Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.